Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages. This is going to be Intimacy Intensive Part 3. Our marriage is good, except for the sex. So uh, today, I just finished going to a workshop through the Scribe Book School, which I highly recommend if you're at all thinking about writing a book. Um, I know there's a lot of professionals that uh, listen to this. Maybe you've thought about it. These guys are great. It was just a really good experience. and. Um, one of the big benefits that came from it was being able for me to really connect with who I can help best, you know, and the way I think about it is who I can help most with my specific experiences, skills, and abilities. Like I'm not going to connect with everybody on earth, right? There's a certain type of person with a certain type of problem that I can really help. Right. Um, so help me get clear on what is that problem? this person has? What solution can I help them get to? Okay. So I'm just going to describe that today and you can kind of see if you fit into this and then you can know like, Hey, you know, maybe Mike's a good fit to be a coach for me or to help me. Or maybe you'll listen to this and say, man, that's not me at all. I should probably look for another uh, person to help me. So it'll be helpful either way, right? Cause you don't want to spend a lot of time with the uh, a coach or, you know, someone who's talking to you that doesn't really, can't really help you <laughs> that much. Um, so yeah, it'll be helpful either way. So I'm going to describe a specific person. I'm going to name him John. Um, so I'm really just going to read most of the things on the slides today. If you, if you watch the slides or if you're just listening, then well, just listen. So John, he's a successful business owner. He's successful in his career. He participates actively in his Christian church and is overall a good guy and a good dad. He's respected in his work and community. He's grown up believing that it's his job to make the people around him happy. And overall, he does a pretty good job of that. He, so that's at church or at work, you know, he's a friendly guy. He's, you know, gets along well with people and he's respected for that. And at home, he also does this. He tries to make his wife happy and he sacrificed a lot of himself to do that. But that has not translated into a good sex life. Okay. It's the one place that give to get is not working everywhere else. It seems to work just not here. Okay. So if you're watching, if you're watching the slides, I've got a picture of John. Yeah. He's dressed in a business suit, has a smile on his face. You know, this is, this is the guy, right? (laughs) So here's John's problem. When it comes to his married sex life, John is extremely frustrated. He tries so hard to make his wife happy. He seems to be checking all of those boxes to be a good husband. He provides for his family. He has a good job or owns his own business or he's a a professional doctor, lawyer, um, uh, an executive in a big company or a small company, an executive, right? So he's doing that. He has a good job, makes plenty of money. Um, He helps around the house. Okay. He cleans, he cooks, he helps with the kids, changes diapers. He buys his wife gifts. Okay. He's, he's doing everything that he feels like he should be doing, right? Anything that, you know, uh, 
like Megan Trainer would say in Dear Future Husband, like that's him. You know, he is, if you don't listen to that, it's kind of, uh, we listen to it here because of the kids and stuff, but basically just, it, you know, do all these things for me. That's what I want, right? So you're kind of like, yeah, I'm checking all those boxes. I'm doing everything that should make my wife attracted to me, but it's not translating into his wife being sexually attracted to him and having a passionate and intimate marriage. It is. It just seems so unfair. He's doing so much. Okay, He's doing all the hard work of being married, but getting none of the benefits. That's how John feels. This is how I felt for a long time. This is extremely frustrating because he feels like he has earned having a good sex life. You know, he did his part. Now it's his wife to do her part. After all, he even waited to have sex until he was married because of his Christian beliefs. So he's committed to being faithful to her sexually. So she's the one, right? She's the only one that can give him the sexual release, but she won't do it, right? She won't have sex with him. It's mean. It's unfair. Okay. So he feels extremely trapped and sexually frustrated because look, he doesn't want to leave his wife, but at the same time, he wants sex in his marriage and he seems to be doing everything that should assure that for him or that should make his wife attracted to him or that should kind of you know, results in that trade of him doing so much for her and her having sex with him. So he feels trapped. He doesn't want to leave, but he just seems like he's doing everything he can. And that sex life is not good. To add salt to his wounds, it seems that other women at work or maybe even at church would be willing to have sex with him. Okay. They seem to, you know, other women can see he's a great catch and a sexy man. So why can't his wife, right? So this is even more frustrating because he walks around, people seem to give him attention, maybe girls flirt with him at work. And he's like, man, other girls can see it. Why can't my wife? You know, but because of his religious beliefs, he does not believe in, you know, ending the marriage and definitely not having an affair, right? He doesn't believe in that, although he's tempted to do it. So John, look, it's not like he is stupid. You know, he knows how to communicate. He knows how to talk to people. So he has told his wife many times that he'd like to have more sex, but it hasn't worked, right? It hasn't turned into more sex, at least not consistently, maybe for a little bit. And then it goes away again. So with all this going on, John, he sometimes turns to pornography for a sexual release, but then he feels really guilty about that, right? Um, Maybe he's brought up in his Christian church to believe that masturbation can't really even be a part of his sexual life. And so now he's really stuck because his wife won't have sex with him. He doesn't want to step outside the marriage. He's been told pornography is wrong. So he just has this sexual feelings and desires that there is literally no outlet for. So it's, it's so frustrating, right? So yeah, he turns to pornography. Sometimes he masturbates sometimes, and then he just feels terrible about that. Some of the guys I work with, you know, they've gone farther where they have had an emotional or a sexual affair because they just feel like I've got to have some kind of release here, right? But look, he he turns to this, he turns to pornography because he just doesn't know what else to do. He feels trapped, okay? He wants to be a good husband. He feels he can't leave her, but he feels that's nearly hopeless to create the sexual relationship he wants with his wife. He's tried so many things, nothing has worked, okay? So John, if you asked him, right, and he wouldn't, tell anybody this, but if you're close to him, right, he would say his relationship with his wife is pretty good, except for the sex. Now, 
this is where I get into not just describing his problem, but kind of like my analysis of his problem, right? So it's his relationship with his wife seems good. Okay. It, it seems like, yeah, she should like him. He should like her. You know, he's doing nice things. Um, you know, they're, they're friendly with each other. He and his wife, the sex just isn't there. Right. But it's actually a symptom of a bigger problem. And this is that he's constantly trying to make his wife happy. He's trying to manage her emotions. Okay. He feels responsible for her emotions. So this is a lot of really problematic things. And we get a lot into this into the program, but just, and we've talked a lot, a little bit in the, in the past couple episodes, but really it's when you do this, you're putting her in this position where you're really kind of saying you can't take care of your own emotions. So I have to do it for you. So it's kind of putting her down in a way. It's also taking on a responsibility that's not yours. So it just kind of drives you crazy. Um, it's basically just trying to do something that's not possible. So it drives everybody insane and it's very unattractive to her. And she may not even say it. She may even kind of say, well, I like that you try to make me happy. Right. Um, but on a deeper level, she doesn't (laughs) because she can manage her own emotions. Right. The other thing that's, so here's the main, here's the, here's what she would kind of recognize, right. Or what you can see is that, you know, look, what you really think is I'm doing lots of things to make you happy. So in return, you should make me happy by having sex with me. That's basically what you're saying, right? It's basically, I'm going to earn sex from you by trying to manage your emotions, by trying to make you happy. And then you should make me happy in this way. Okay. But here's the thing. She, she doesn't. Okay. She doesn't return all the things you're doing for sex with her because really, you know, John, he's dependent on his wife for his sense of self-worth. Okay. He wants to have sex with his wife so he can feel good about himself. He wants her to appreciate him so he can feel good about himself. Right. And you may not relate with that right now. Maybe that's a little bit too far, but if you can, I might have to sort of step you into that a little bit slower, but you know, this is what else happens, right? Is when he, when John feels like he has to manage his wife's emotions, it makes it difficult for him to stand up for himself. Right. He, it's hard. He doesn't want to upset his wife. He doesn't want to make her unhappy because then that might destroy his chances for having sex. So he kind of walks on eggshells. He doesn't disagree with his wife much. He kind of goes along with what she wants all in the hopes that, come on, I'm trying to make you happy. You can make me happy now by having sex with me. Right. Okay. So the other thing that happens though, is like eventually gets sick of this, right? John, he tries and tries and tries. And eventually he's like, man, what the heck? So he explodes in anger with his wife. Come on, I do so much for you. Can't you do this one thing for me? Or he turns pornography as an escape, right? But after these explosions of anger or turning to pornography, John decides the solution should be to do even more for his wife. Maybe he's not doing enough, right? So he starts shutting down his hobbies. He spends less time with friends. He turns down work opportunities and social gatherings, everything except church, right? John, he's a Christian guy. And so he wants church to be a priority and all of these things he's turning down. It's in the name of being there for his wife and family, or maybe he does start turning down church, right? Even though that's such a core thing to him, right? Where he's like, well, I guess I won't go to this meeting because I need to be with you. And that's really hard on him. But again, he feels like he's doing this for his wife, but he's giving himself up. Right. And that's, what's so unattractive to her. This is what he doesn't see, but what will hopefully help him see. <laughs> this is what I can help him see, right? Like talking about who I can help best. Um, Cause this was me. All John was me for sure. So 
you know, he feels like it's the right thing to do to, you know, shut down his friend, shut down his hobby, just spend all his time with his family. But he starts becoming resentful when it doesn't work to create a better sex life with his wife. He's like, man, you know, I'm doing all this for you. Why can't you do this for me? On date night, he's afraid of saying that one wrong thing that might destroy his chance of having sex with his wife, right? He wants to keep that mood up. He has a hard time disagreeing with his wife in productive ways because he's worried about making her mad at him and therefore making sex less likely. He chooses clothes, cologne, and exercise based on what he thinks his wife will like, right? But here's the thing. The more he tries to please his wife in every way, the less it seems to produce a good sex life, the less attracted she seems to be to him. So with all of this, John feels like no matter what he does, he is not good enough for her. It's not good enough. It's not enough. So John, he was brought up being told to put other people first at all times. And he gets credit for acting this way at work, at church, in the community, even with his kids, right? People are on there at church, at work, right? He gets attention, appreciation, and admiration from them, right? His kids, they recognize he's doing stuff for him. He has a good relationship with them. It works everywhere except with his wife. He could just scream with frustration because of this. The situation seems impossible. It seems hopeless. Then he starts thinking, well, hey, maybe if maybe if he could maybe if I could be with somebody else, things would be better. So, but then of course he feels guilty about this and then turns back to his old ways of giving to get. He's like, oh, maybe I could be with someone else. Oh no, I don't want to. Let me do more. Let me do more. Let me do more. But it just doesn't work, right? That's so that starts the cycle all over again. Give, 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 give. It's not working. You get mad, right? You explode, you turn to pornography, and then you're like, ah, oh, that, that wasn't the right way. Let me give, 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 give more again. Okay. And then hopefully, come on, like, hopefully she'll give back. Hopefully she'll give me what I want. Happy wife, happy life, right? If I make her wife happy, she will make me happy. Okay. So John's stuck, right? He's stuck in the cycle. He can't figure out how to break out. So how can he break out and create a better sex life with his wife? Here's the thing, guys, John's situation, it is not hopeless. He absolutely can create amazing sex life with his wife. He just needs to adjust a lot of his thinking and behavior. (laughs) Okay, to get there. So he has to open his eyes to how feeling like he deserves sex from his wife is that's exactly what's turning her off. This is the problem with happy wife, happy life, guys. If you, because the understanding in your own mind is, okay, I make her happy, then she's going to make me happy by having sex. So you're like, I made you happy. Now it's your turn. Okay, I deserve it. I earned it. Okay. Really, that's treating her like a prostitute in a way. And we don't see this, right? We're kind of blind to it when we're in this trap but that's what's going on. That's why she's so turned off by it. Okay. He needs to see how he's been using his wife to manage his sense of self-worth. Okay. Wrote self-with on the slide. (laughs) Self-worth. Okay. That's a tough one to see, but we're going to talk a little bit about it next week. He needs to understand that happy wife, happy life is a lie. And what he needs to focus on is not making his wife happy, but building strength and being the kind of man that he wants to be not to get something back from her, but just because he wants to be that kind of guy, okay? He needs to become a strong, attractive leader of his own life, okay? A man who's spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually strong, okay? That's who he needs to be. So look, again, John's situation's not hopeless. I was a lot like John. A lot of my clients were like John, Okay? At one point, I was screaming in my car because my wife and I hadn't had sex for over a year. Okay, that's how bad it got. And I was that whole time, right? I was doing what I explained here. I was trying, trying, trying to make her happy. 
So John, look, he can create an amazing sex life with his wife. We're going to outline more about how he gets there in next week's episode. In the next week, or maybe maybe two weeks, we'll see, I'm going to invite you to join the Strongman system so you can get in-depth instruction, okay? Understand how to build these strengths and skills. Understand how to get out of this cycle. Become that strongman that is attractive to your wife so you can create that great sex life, okay? So, again, you're going to get in-depth instruction in the program and help from me and other mentors. So this is professional help. You know, I'm a psychiatrist. I went to medical school. I did a lot of training coaching, and then I have all this personal experience and professional experience helping men with this problem get through it, okay? So you're going to get that help. Again, this is who I can help best is this guy. So that's you. You and I may be a great fit, okay? So all of this is designed to help you become the strong, attractive leader in your home that your wife and really you have been waiting for, okay? And that leads to powerful physical, mental, emotional intimacy and a great sex life, okay? That's what you jumped on here trying to figure out. How do you have a great sex life? It's uh, it's deeper than a just a set of little tricks you can do. It's really becoming that strong, attractive man. And again, we'll walk through kind of what those skills are a little bit next week, but that's the key, guys. Happy wife, happy life. It is a lie. What women are attracted to is a man who's strong, who knows what he wants, knows how to communicate. Again, we'll get into that more next week, but stay strong guys. We will see you next episode. And if you are like John, okay, I can help you. All right, guys, have a good week. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.